like 300. This is where it ends. (laughs) (laughs) Roll Tide. Roll Tide. We prevail or we die right here, boys. Some of us have razor blades taped to our legs. Some of us don't. I have heard that. (laughs) That's wild. Rednecks. Oh, man. Easy. Well, Putin fell down the stairs and allegedly shit his pants. <laughs> Putin fell down the stairs and hit his tailbone and allegedly it caused him to shit it his like pants. Sounds like something Donald Trump would God say. Dang it. Is that on video? <laughs> Aren't you about tired of listening to sports shows with all the woke bullshit? So are we. This is Patriot Sports Radio. Patriot Sports Radio. <laughs> Fed up with the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media. If it's sports from the high school level to the pros, we're talking about it like the red-blooded Americans we are. God bless America. God bless America. God bless America. Let's do this. And now, here's Eric, Angela, John, Chris, and the coach. Welcome back, my friends. If you're new, then welcome in Patriot Sports Radio. My name is Eric. I'm your host. Glad to have you with us. And thank you for those reviews. Big show today, but aren't they all a full rotation tonight, which is always nice. We got Chris here shoveling coal in the furnace. Angela is back. Sans elf hat. John coming to us from Colorado. Coach down in the panhandle state. Just chomping at the bit to talk Baker Mayfield. Isn't modern technology something else? All these people from different states. Not only that. We've also got a guest tonight and the newest member of the Patriot Sports family, Carrie Donovan. Carrie is going to bring Patriot Sports into the realm of fights, motorsports, and beyond. Carrie, I've talked to you a little bit, but tell us about your experience with those sports and also what you're doing with RepublicBrief.com, FrontlineAmerica.com, and NationalFile.com. Hey, thanks so much. Also, for- welcome. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm like I'm just so excited to be here with you guys because it's so much more fun than politics. Um, so yeah, I'm a political writer, both <laughs> sites, and um, so when you know when things get political, I can uh, I can give people you know a little insight. But y'all probably know it better than most of the people who are involved involved with politics anyway. Um, <clears throat> but I what I really want to talk about is sports. So I'm so excited because um, I'm a big IndyCar fan, and IndyCar fan is sort of naturally started out of USAC racing. We talked about you know that dirt racing, um, those midgets, mm-hmm. and so I'm excited about that. And then the um, the MMA fighting. I just met these guys, and they're in with Clout Hub, and they do this uh, f- freedom fighting for freedom. I mean, yes, it's so smart. But what I love about I don't know a lot about them yet, but they are totally into like you know fighting the wokeism, which I think is a great theme. Because um, that's what I love about you guys. And I'm so excited to be with you and join you in that fight to get our sports back. Because we don't, the, you know, it gets destroyed when it's over there on the left too much. Not to get too political, but right. They ruin it. So um, that's what I, that's what I want to focus my fight on in going into 2023. I think it's very important for political reasons, but also just for fun. Like, you know, getting America back. So thank you so much. Well, we're happy to have you. And yeah, it becomes not about the sports anymore when you start making it about whatever the cause du jour is. And 
<laughs> yeah, I I woke up today. Great example because there was NFL football on today. I woke up and I was like, I'm going to do some hate today. But then I turned on the TV and Josh Allen, the back of his helmet said, stop hate. So I stopped and I said, you know what? <laughs> right, right, I'm right. not going to do any hate today. No hate, no hate. And you can't have any hate when you're doing any car either because it's racing and you can't drive hate being hateful. So it's good. That's good. But we, you guys were talking about in the last podcast that I watched, like how you grew up with football and I grew up with football too. So I do know some things about football, but I, my thing is just like, I love open wheel racing. So, and you're going to let me talk about it. Like that's just crazy. I can't believe you're going to let me do that. Much as you want. You want to talk about it. You want to write about it. You want to teach us about it. We're about well, all different that versions stuff. of open wheel racing. Yeah, there is. It's I awesome. mean, you're, you're all awesome. You're, you're talking about open wheel racing with 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 Indy cars. That's a little different than the dirt track oval where they where they rub on each other a little bit. Right. Yeah, you don't want to be rubbing on those Indy cars. Are very expensive, no. so don't rub on them. Well, at they're, all. Very, they're very expensive and they're very fragile. Fragile. Must be Italian. That's awesome. Fragile. <laughs> yeah, we haven't done a lot of auto racing or fights. We've talked a little bit about the fights. We got the we got the Jorge Masvidal glove in studio. Our first, uh, nice. know, first nice. one of our first pieces of memorabilia. We're gonna deck this place out. But coach, I'm you're always talking about. You're always oh. you hey, always Pimplet got something to say night. when what fights do you guys think come about up. That? The decision. Ooh. There's some drama. Yeah, I saw the like, internet yeah. freaking out about that. You know, fight. I watched, was he not I deserving the last of round? I, you know, I, Rogan seems to think that uh, that decision was bogus, and then and then in the post fight, he tried to say that to Pimlet. Pimlet got a little uh, got a little sideways, and then kind of led to a little rift today. Um, I've I've talked to a couple of people that watched that fight, and uh, I've kind of got both sides of it. I mean, some people kind of think the uh, the other dude got robbed, and again, I'm very a uh, very casual MMA guy, but I like Pimlet and I really like to, <laughs> I really like to hear him talk, but um, the more I read about him, the more uh, I think he's not as experienced as his popularity would lead you to believe. And uh, the guy last night kind of took him to the deep end of the pool and um, you know, he, su- he survived and, and won in a decision, but yeah, you know that, that what they say about MMA decisions, man, you just can't leave it in the judge's hands. And uh, they did and he won and, you know, it seems like there's a controversial one every second or third one. Any anyone that doesn't end in a finish, there's always people that debate it. But uh, apparently, it was pretty good. Pretty good fight. Yeah, it at least got people talking, which is always the goal. The more people talk, the more money you make over there in the fight world. When do these racing <laughs> seasons run, Carrie? So, um, IndyCar starts sometime mid March, and. Uh, USAC, I think, starts sometime mid-April, so it's coming up. Something exciting that they've got this year, which should bring in a, a lot of fans, is uh, Vice, which I'm not real excited about Vice, but they could do a good job here. So we'll, I'm keeping, trying to keep an open mind. But they're going to do they have resources. Days, right? They're, they do some They do some good stuff. I just don't want them to go woke. This is my fear, is I don't want IndyCar to go woke. So I kind of feel like uh, like I'm screaming the yeast of the Pharisees. Like don't let I don't want one drop of wokeism coming into the in, into the IndyCar series. Um, but so anyway, they're doing like this hundred days of Indy, and that should that's going to be some really great documentaries about the track and the drivers, and so it will bring a lot of excitement 
Um, and they're going to start that. So hundred days before they're going to start that sometime like really early in the spring, it's going to be a hundred days before the Indy 500. The, so the series starts before the Indy 500. It's like the third or fourth race, but that's pretty so brilliant. March, April, yeah. March, April is when the racing will start. One so, of the better so ways Donovan to market have... is a, a documentary. People love talking about documentaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have, have you well, ever, have you ever been to the Chili Bowl in Tulsa? No. Okay. Well, it's an amazing, uh, amazing uh, midget race, and actually, guys from NASCAR, IndyCar, they all come in. Mm-hmm. Usually, rent rides, and they usually uh, race against each other. Tony Stewart happens yeah. uh, in there. Do what? Tony Stewart. Oh yeah, I, I think I remember the story. Oh, it's 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 amazing. It's uh it's really neat, and uh, you know that that would be something to definitely put on your bucket list because it's fun to go see. They come in and and pour some coke on the asphalt and they get after it. I gave it a 50, 50 shot. That was a restaurant coach was asking her about. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know her well enough. We'll get there. We'll get there. Right. Right. We've got to warm up to each other. You know, this is just our first time meeting, but um, I was, I'm excited to cover it this way for an interested audience because it gives me the excuse that I get to go to these places. I mean, cause I am a, I'm a freak for racing. I want to go to all of the racing. So, yeah, I want to nice. go. To that. I want to go to that for sure. Boots on the ground. I love everything yeah. about that. Yeah, yep. we just think there's a whole there's a whole demographic of casual sports fans who, when they turn on the game, they just want to watch the game and talk about that. And mm-hmm. you know, the more people like you who we meet who are passionate about this stuff, it really makes me feel like we're moving in the right direction. And there are just those giant swaths of people who are sick of the bullshit. Yeah, and I'm I'm actually one of them. I mean, I started getting sick of it when I noticed way back when when they started talking about Obamacare, and I'm like, what are they doing bringing that into sports? They're going to ruin it. And um, you know, as the mom of a football player, I'll tell you something that really offended me is when they started talking about putting pink socks on my son, and I'm like, no, it's not going to happen. And the coach even said, well, we're not going to be able to let him play if he doesn't wear the pink socks. And I said, oh, okay. And I, I, I this is my favorite story to tell. I even came up with this scheme where the other moms were like, we can't afford the Nike pink socks. We're going to um, dye our own pink socks because I figured this out. When you dye the pink socks, you can wash the hell out of them until they turn gray. Ha ha ha. And so what is he going to do? <laughs> Bench my son in the middle of the game because he's got gray socks on? I don't think so. But <laughs> I, don't think I, mean, so. I went to that extreme because really, I'm like, I don't want to be worrying about my son wearing pink socks. I want to watch him play Friday night football, right? He was high school that is- that is slick. That is almost as slick as all the executives at the Susan G. Komen Foundation taking all the money that should go to the cancer people. Right. I mean, like, I don't really need him to wear socks <laughs> that are pink to support that kind of nonsense. So I'm I'm one of those people. I want to watch and not listen to any nonsense creep into my sports. So I'm so proud of you guys and excited about what you're doing. Fucking A, let's do some sports. Baker Mayfield, ever heard of him? From Cleveland to Carolina to L.A. in 18 months, Baker Mayfield has found his way back into our lives. A Thursday night comeback for the ages. He defeats Derek Carr and the Raiders by one point and captures Coach's heart once again. Coach, have you even have you been levitating ever since Thursday night? Have you come down off of this second honeymoon, third honeymoon with Baker Mayfield? He did it again. He did it to me again. 
He pulled me right back in. I listened to Sports Talk all day Thursday. Tell me about how he had no chance. There was going to be one-sided. The field was tilting to one side because of all the Rams injuries. He had been, had the playbook for, for mere hours, and he couldn't do it. And then he comes trotting out wearing the ugliest number 17 jersey I've ever seen. I hear the sentimental story about he's the only skill guy that could get that. That's the only skill number they had left. They went in the back of the closet. They dusted he's it fucking, off. They handed it to him. Because he these receivers take all the quarterback numbers. Yeah, he drives their ass down. I'm like, man, this is the Baker of old. And then he just he just pulls me in and wins it again. God damn you, Baker. <laughs> Hey, did he do the windmill? Tell me he did the windmill running down. Well, I don't, I don't know, but it was an amazing game. And, you know, I hate I hate the Rams, but gosh, I'm in on him. I'm in on him. I, I love him. I hope he, no, hope he, coach. Hope he runs the table. Coach, he's going to suck in a week. You know yeah, what he does? He was let me just tell you. Adrenaline. Let me just tell you. You Weed get your ass kicked spit. by Baker Mayfield in Lambeau, that's it. <laughs> That's it. Oh. They may run some people out with pitchforks. Oh my god! I want to see the here. line because I may be on that side of it. Oh, that hurts. Whoa! That's Dude, I got the OU color glasses right there, on. Baker fan. That's a bitter. Time Packers just stood still. There's a little of both there. There's a little concoction <laughs> brewing, and you can. You, I put it on the back burner, and for a week, I've been I've been smelling what it's simmering, and let me just tell you, it's got a little bitter scent to it, my man. It's got a little bitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we see this all the time with with guys who have nothing to lose. Now this is his second chance with nothing to lose. Uh, you know, I thought he was going to come out week one for the Panthers and and prove a point, but he didn't. And now he got his second chance to make a first impression with a with a third team. And he does uh, under the does, bright lights. Uh, yeah, under the bright <laughs> lights of Thursday night football, which has been in the shitter since about week two, but. Hats off to him. I, I I put on the bandana because he earned it, but at the end of the day, you know, he's going to suck ass next week. John, right? No, that's not true. That's not true. You saw him with your own damn eyes. Give the man some credit. He literally, he got a playbook hours before he got on the field. He won the damn game. There was like 17 point underdogs. He had 98 yards to go. Hey, and I'll, I'll did it. And did it. That. Hey, with 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 injuries unparalleled. <laughs> Against yeah. <laughs> Against the Raiders, which could Un- have their own X Files theme song. Nobody knows what the injury. hell is going on with them. <laughs> Arguably the most injured team ever. Run in by a, a guy who seems to be environment, might I mind you. Throwing it to Ben Sparrow. Let me tell you, that last touchdown. He's trying out to play for the dadgum Jets hey, next year. Let, let me tell you something, Coach. Coach, just because you are in the passenger seat of her car this morning with the stepkids in the back, back to McDonald's, back to how I got hey, here. Hey, we're, hit, we're hitting pancake meals at McDonald's. You're waking up in her bed again uh, like hey. a battered a battered husband. That's right. I'm not filing charges. I love her. <laughs> you don't Baby, know what she's like when it's just that restraining us. order. They made I, me. I, hey, I shouldn't have made her mad. You don't understand. She's just passionate. She, <laughs> she just, you know, I do some things wrong sometimes. 
<laughs> Look, it's not all her, okay? You know? I do bring some of this on myself. Yeah, I, I'm a hard I guy could, to deal with. I could with. put my clothes in the dirty clothes hamper. I could do yeah. that. I mean, my, I need I a new mowed car the, anyway. I should have mowed the lawn better, like she said. I should have <laughs> bought her that car. Uh, well, you're back on Baker. They say they're going to get we'll most see. of the smoke smell out. It's fine. <laughs> she said she won't do it again. We never went to that side of the house anyway. <laughs> keep lighters around. She doesn't smoke. If I don't buy lighters, there won't be lighters yeah. in the house. I didn't check okay. the batteries in the smoke detector. To this my point. <laughs> all right. All right. So, so here we are with Baker. I'm jumping her bail at the window. It's oh, on. God damn. <laughs> Every fucking time. <laughs> she pulled me back in. And she's back. And she's back. <laughs> yep. He's going to work out Wofford's not getting that job back. Baker's going to finish the season no. with the Dad, Rams. Right, he's not any. You know how many jerseys they're going to sell between now and the fucking playoffs? Well, I wow. can tell you one's on, their way, on its way to Canyonbury Lane right now. <laughs> <laughs> Is that for Cole for Christmas? They got, they got an, an XL headed right here, baby. For me. I don't know. Oh my gosh! I I Santa's on driver's going to drop it points off. to purchase the last one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then the Rule got one. out to Nebraska. What hey man, that? they that's almost a, went to Carolina to die. That's a good hire. That's a good hire for Nebraska. The Big Ten's doing big things. Yeah, yep. they're moving. We, hey, Carrie, do you watch a lot of that. NFL? I watch a moderate amount. She, she said I'm out. <laughs> a moderate amount. <laughs> Not as much as y'all. So, uh, where do you where do you live, ma'am? I live in North Carolina. Are you are you a Panther fan? Um, no, I'm not a Panther fan. I actually don't go to. Since my son stopped playing football, I have not been to a football game to do. I've watched them on TV. <laughs> Who, who's your team? I don't have an NFL team. Name one. Um, the, I'm the Green Bay Packers. All right, Green Name Bay Packers. One. I love the Green Bay Packers. All right, we just, right, just put on enough. the NFL referee hat every Sunday. <laughs> yep, she's the female Rob Lowe. She just puts yes. the NFL logo hat on. Like I'm just here right, for the right, love right. of the okay, game. I'm going to watch Green Bay Packers now, and I'm going to follow. So the next time I'm here, oh, I have that sucks. We're bad now. <laughs> It's it, it been a good 30-year run for us, but what we're bad now. Yeah, we sakes. are. <laughs> All right, so uh, Baker Mayfield's back. Yep. We're going to have to listen to Coach for the next fucking three weeks before he – Get ready. You're about to get a front row seat. <laughs> so does this – okay, so the honest question, Coach. Does this retire Stafford? Behind no. the scenes, is he no. going to retire? No. Yeah, he's got to retire, no. right? That's a yes. bad injury, right? They're, they're married to him. They're married he's... to him. Stafford does what Stafford wants to do because contractually, they got no other options. Yeah. They, they're they're, they're locked into that little marriage. Stafford can decide. Marriage. I mean, I think yeah, his could, old lady could... probably tells him he's got to quit, but yeah. I mean, who listens to those people? Yeah, you just fucking <laughs> not, not Tom Brady. Tom. Not Tom Brady. Tommy, Tommy, boy. Tommy, Tommy Terrific tried that. Didn't work mm-hmm. out for him. Tommy Toilet today. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, hey, yeah. he was due for a clunker. He's been on a heater. Right. I, I mean, people forget. You guys, you guys, you guys are so freaking <laughs> one week at a time here. Remember last week <laughs> when we were talking about how he's back? Yep. Remember two weeks ago? I he mean, is. let's not forget since Giselle left the party, 
He's been just cutting a big wake. Yeah. Yep. Now all Until of a sudden this year, right now. Hey. now all of a sudden this week he doesn't do so good, and now oh he shit, it, it's terrible. <laughs> There's been four, I don't know how many four picks to five threw. games where he has not looked like Tom Brady this year. The problem is that there's been an avocado shortage. Yeah, in Florida. Somewhere, somewhere until we get like those heads exploding at you guys, negative. He hasn't been right able now. to kiss his son. Until we get some avocados up in this motherfucker, you can't bet right. Tom Brady. You, got, you cannot be on that side. I've said it so many times this season. He looks like a lonely man out there. He, did he today. does. And he's got Mike he Evans. He was crying about the refs, too, boy. Yeah. He was crying. Yeah, he was yelling. He was. Was dramatic. This guy did get pushed there. But. Well, the, 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 I, I watched about. Five plays of that game, not highlight reels. And the one play I turned on, they completely left Evans open for about eighty down the right side. And I was like, "My well, fantasy if you're points cover don't a guy, say that." I'd start with him. Right. My fantasy points don't say that. Yeah, yeah I know. I think he got the he got a tug on that play. I think. Yeah, that was the only thing he did. That was it? I didn't see. Tom Brady on the best quarterback offensive line gifts of 2021. Nobody saw list. Brock Purdy. Listen, wow. nope. Brock Bro- Purdy Brock wasn't. Purdy. Brock Purdy may be, may be on his way, man. He's I got to re-nickname him on PSR. Big Cock Brock. I'm going to get us a soundbite. <laughs> he, uh, he, he went out there and man, threw it he, down. Uh, he has some flashes of some good things, man. He can really he do He did at Iowa State, too, Chris. Yeah. I, I he was good at Iowa State. Yep. I mean, he beat yep. he beat people that he yep. shouldn't have beat. Yeah, he did more than once. Yeah, well, and, and they had a good little squad there at Iowa State. The clones were good that year. Yeah, not yep. to mention the snake pit they play in. God dang, Don't ever fucking... tiptoe into that place on nope, Thursday not at night. night. You get your ass mm-hmm. kicked. It's <laughs> not a good place to be. Ask the, ask the Cowboys. Oh, dashed their national Brandon championship Wheaton. and playoff dreams and yeah. won Thursday that was night. Snatched. Just broke their hearts in half. Field goal. I'll never forget that. I just, it, I mean, literally, all I can think of is that dances with wolves deal where they bite the heart. That's what they did to the OSU faithful. Just ripped their heart out and bit it. Oh no! I, I don't know how I translate. I don't know how I transition from that to Christmas gifts, but I'm, I'm just gonna say it's. it's... Hey, let me throw this out really quick though. Hey, Oklahoma State did kick the shit out of OU today in wrestling. Bethlehem. Hey, I watched a little Smoked of that. I, I oh. thought about you when I flipped it over. And, I like uh, it. About 15 minutes into it, I went to back to the NFL. But, yeah, man, they uh, they wrestled them, boy. Yeah, they can wrestle up there. They got it going on. They know a thing or two about leaving. Might be a Merry Christmas. <laughs> yep. I laid it up. <laughs> I tried <laughs> to find something festive for the podcast. The NBA has been playing on Christmas for a while, but. Nothing really cool has happened in those games. There's no Kobe 81 points or anything. I saw a couple, but not worth bringing here. Then I remember quarterbacks always get their offensive line awesome gifts for Christmas, and I found the top five list from last year. Number five, Mac Jones got his offensive line Bitcoin, which seemed like a great idea at the time. They called him, quote, what a legend. Um, he oh said, gosh. I've been studying Bitcoin for a while now. I just knew I had to give some Bitcoin to my teammates. So they lost about $40,000 this year on their Christmas <laughs> present. Um, number four is what I think should really be number one. Carson Wentz gave the Colts offensive line two Yeti coolers, 100 pounds of Wagyu beef, Yeti yep. thermos, and a bottle of Blanton's whiskey. Yeah. Oh, ooh, Sign me up for that a little one. Blanton's. Okay. That's, yeah. That's a winner. 
Derek Carr got them all scooters. I remember Rogers did that Fuck a couple that. years ago. He got all the guys scooters. I'd rather have the cooler. Um, number two, I don't know how they ranked this. Number two, Dak Prescott got all of his linemen some Jordans that hadn't come out yet. Oh, like nice. a pair oh, I, of that's probably a big deal. Exclusive. They he signed the box like just a real a real gift from a guy who's a big fan of himself is what yeah, I was shit. like. Well, I, I was like, a lot oh, of mirrors. what a jag off. I was <laughs> like, are these off. personalized? Like, are they their own? Like you have your own Ezekiel Elliott edition of Jordans, but I don't think yeah. it was that. They, they're they super post fat. Pictures. <laughs> <laughs> they're super fat and the tongue hangs off. Sort of looks like his hair sticking out. Yeah. Guys, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Kyler Murray was the number one in their rankings. I think number two, just below the Wagyu beef. He got all of his guys custom golf bags, which looked really cool. And oh, club fittings. Oh, wow. So cool. we'll have to ask Adam cool. or maybe one of you guys knows. Does that mean you go and get all your clubs custom yep. made? Yeah. Yes, oh, you yeah. do. Yeah. It's not, it's not cheap Grip either. Is it, no, it is not cheap. No. That's just like, yeah, I'll be honest. Yeah, because that's a good most, one. Most guys don't take the time to do that, but they would but really. But Chris Wagyu, that's cool. I mean, Wagyu's? if you've watched uh, Letter yeah, Kenny, uh, Letter Kenny, then you know the Wagyu's <laughs> the shit. It doesn't yeah. even matter what country you're in. <laughs> yeah. Arby's has a Wagyu burger going on right now. <laughs> really? By the drive-through, no, they got the out. meats. No. I did not know yeah. that. Yeah, they I'll got, there they got a Wagyu burger. They're advertising firing out there. An asterisk in there. Yeah, the way I was on them on the when floor. they went, they had the meat mountain for a while. That was a big deal. I went, you know, it was like it was like two and a half, three pounds of, of just something. I mean, oh man! Anyhow, you know, I don't right. eat fast food, but I'll tell you what: there are many times where, at the very last second, I swerve across the lanes because at the last second I decide I want some Arby's, big beef <laughs> and cheddar, and mod sticks. Oh, oh, I remember. Yeah, yeah. You know, the the turkey sticks. Oh, yeah. You've got I'm a to. curly fry cat, man. They've got yeah. a strong curly fry fry game going. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you want curly fry five? Yeah. They are. Eat five sticks of string cheese? No. What are yeah. you crazy? <laughs> what if I deep fry and bread it? All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. That's Yeah. That's Well, you guys are from good. Wisconsin. You guys serve like. Don't you guys serve like cheese sticks with every meal? Well, we put cheese curds on a burger. Yeah. Hey, I you get the, the, most you get the curds going. I'm in. I had um, put them on my burger. <laughs> That's right. Hey, I'll put them in my cereal in the morning. <laughs> I ordered once. I ordered um, baked French onion soup, which is basically like salty cheese soup, and then I mm-hmm. had uh, mozzarella sticks with it. This was like ten years ago, and I'm like, this couldn't be more Wisconsin. Like, I could not. <laughs> oh. I got a. Uh, I got a possible new segment we could do, um, just a segment called Guy Robs, because when I did research for the Guy Robs Tinder date story, <laughs> once you type Guy Robs into the Google search, all kinds of crazy shit comes up. Oh um, I found a couple here. A guy named Jeffrey Derringer, ironically enough, is facing charges of aggravated battery in connection with the incident at the Circle K in Akron. Oh. Ooh, uh, yeah. Cleveland.com reports police say Derringer walked into the gas station convenience store wearing a hooded sweatshirt and waving what employees initially thought was a rifle. Derringer had a pole, a fake scope, a spring, and two table legs fastened together to look like a rifle. The suspect, who is known to cut, the suspect who is a known customer to the employees at Central K, 
ordered everyone to get down on the ground in the clerk. They first named this guy. <laughs> when he, you don't rob their uh, own Jeff. store, man. Jeffrey, Come your EBT on, got man. denied this morning. I know it's you. <laughs> Dr- oh drive my across God. God damn it, Jeff. Show <laughs> me the money! <laughs> Jerry Maguire can't rob a store. She's oh, screaming God. that. They're going to oh. know you, bro. Yeah. It's a picture. Just drive yeah, across town. Like a wooden it's a gun. quick trip, bud. <laughs> hey, Mom! Oh. The meatloaf! We want it now! He... So did he rob it for just all the money in the cash registers? For yeah, a, he a told them to get on the ground. Max. He, said, <laughs> he walked across the street back to his house. <laughs> yeah. He said, he get the on the ground. He and... he got out of the register and went across the street. In order because everybody pays with cash these days. He took it to Arby's. He, he said, get on the ground and empty the register. Um, another employee soon realized the rifle was actually, you know, furniture parts <laughs> and confronted Derringer with the help of three customers. Dude, I saw this on Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah, I know. Take a coffee. God bless America. It never ceases for a good This story. is like that kid who tries to rob the store in Empire Records. Just. Calling me Warren. My name's I can just imagine the scene. Fucking Warren. It's just sticks. Get him, and everybody just gets him. <laughs> oh, guys, it's just Jeff. He allegedly tried to flee by running to an empty parking lot next door, great hiding spot, but was caught and detained until officers arrived to take it. Caught until officers arrived, so he was tackled by like. Uh, Silent Jeff. Jay and Silent Bob <laughs> took him down. My name's Jeff. <laughs> nice. uh, yeah, where are we at? Yeah, yeah. yeah what city is this? We need a, where's our we need Jeff? A Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> One more. This is Cleveland. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and I'm here to rob you. Yeah. <laughs> Get on the floor. And then I saw another one I could not resist clicking on. Israeli ex-con holds up two banks armed with an avocado. Um, <laughs> So we're having that avocado fucking shortage right now. Tom Brady yeah. can't throw a goddamn football. We're fucking armed with fucking avocados over here. This right. guy's out here painting You're them rich, black, brother. <laughs> he, he was really caught an after avocado stealing. shortage. I don't know. He is, but his cheeks do look sunk in, so I, I think they there do. is. <laughs> There's something going on nutritionally Sorry, with him. <laughs> he was caught stealing tens of thousands of shekeled shekels from Beersheba Banks by threatening to blow up a painted avocado. <laughs> when the cashier appeared to oh, hesitate, the oh. robber spoke for the first time, saying, put the money in the bag or I'll throw this grenade. It was then that attention was drawn to the round black object he was holding in his right hand, which he claimed was a grenade, but later turned out to have been an avocado. He painted black. Oh he was God. taken into custody without incident. Wow. wow. I he bet when you're taken care. into custody without incident in Israel, you're really taken into custody. Something yeah. fierce. <laughs> Something fierce. <laughs> but it hurts to be taken into If you try to rob a bank in Israel, I bet you're arrested. You're sore. It's one of the over and under on the art project that went on to paint the avocado before the robbery. I'm going to I'm gonna put these lines in here. I've got to make it look really did good. Did he make the grid? Yeah, did I, he make the... I mean, how'd that work? I, he's I, just I, out, out back with it sitting on a cardboard box. <laughs> right, Benny? He moves it to his other hand masking and, his, tape and his on hand's it. black. He's got fingerprints all over it. I see it. that. <laughs> Gosh, we just need oh instead God. of wait cops, a minute because cops has been phased out a little bit. We need to just have closed circuit TV from 
all the Seven Elevens, Circle Ks, Wawas, all of those. <laughs> That'd be and great. just see well, idiots. Was this that, in that's Israel? The show. It's not live yep. PD. It should be live gas station. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that you was can go to the gas station with the hottest thing going right at the oh. time. Take Look at my this money. tool bag about to steal some M&Ms. Take yeah. my money. Yeah. Hey, that, that avocado incident was in Israel. I wonder. I bet their laws are different. We don't even know. I know yeah, their laws dead. do not fuck around. Well, well, I'm sure that guy's well, don't like when you be like that. There was a time when we didn't play fuck around, but now. <laughs> Put them at risk. They're going to they're gonna be there is that. about that. The Titans <laughs> fired the general manager. This was Did weird. You hear that one? I think this he's was probably weird. not the only one on the unemployment line after today's brilliant performance. AJ, AJ Brown got a fucking general manager fired. Um, what? Just, yeah, he. Well, they traded him to Philly, and then he went into Tennessee. Well, Tennessee came to Philly, and he just destroyed him. I think he had three touchdowns. And the next day, they fired the GM who traded him. I think Hell there yeah. was. I know Vrabel was very much against the trade and there had to be an owner or a high up executive who also was not on board with that trade. And then when it was rubbed in their face, uh, they they said no more. I wish that would happen. Can the Raiders come play Green Bay? It seems like they they (laughs) sided with the (laughs) because because Devontae seems like he's still good. With how he's playing right now, can you imagine what he would do to us? Oh my god, oh it'd be two hundred yards. It would be two hundred yards. It'd that would hurt. I you, hey Carrie, what'd you say? Oh, I'm sorry. I was gonna say, hey, I it heard my breaking team. Up. I just had to jump in and just say my team. Yeah, yep. yeah, Packers. Yep. Hell yeah! <laughs> ah, Packers gained a fan today. You love to see it. <laughs> I got this from my $1 subscription at The Athletic. Um, they fired this guy, John Robinson, during his seventh season. The team announced. Sponsored by them? Nope. I just spend a dollar and they give me all the best sports information. It's beautiful. Um, they named Ryan Cowden as their interim GM. Cowden served as the team's vice president of player personnel before being tagged interim GM. Robinson was under contract through the 2027 draft. According to NFL Network, he's the only general manager in franchise history to oversee six consecutive winning seasons. He did a lot. He five play four playoff berths in the last five seasons. They went to the AFC Championship game in 2019. Uh, they were the one seed last year. Robinson, since he took over in 2016, the Titans have had the ninth best overall winning percentage. But the thing to know here is Ryan Cowden, the replacement, is John Robinson's boy. So I don't think they're going to stick with him past this season, most likely. They're going to go outside. The presumption is they'll go outside and that would split duties with Vrabel. They're going to get Vrabel more involved. I saw the video of the draft and when they traded, when they announced the trade of A.J. Brown and Vrabel did not look happy with that. So I, I, I think still ownership think it's likes weird him. A GM move in the middle of the season. You don't see that too often. I can't remember no. the last time I saw that. And the the uh, press release that the woman put out, because I guess it was a woman who's a controlling owner, um, that she put out it was just all kind of garbage. It's we have a standard here. It was blah, blah, blah. And while he wasn't the best GM in the world, it is strange that, um, you know, you couple that with with the game right before it. I get it. But. It it kind of isn't a great message to send as an organization that you're willing to axe a guy who's not been too bad in the middle of the season, you know, for a, a, one mistake. I mean, good God, if Bears could have done that, that would have been nice. But, you know, 
some of these guys deserve it. He didn't seem like a guy who deserved it, but kind of reeks of maybe there's something else going on in the organization. Maybe he just pissed off too many people and they said, okay, you're done. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. he went and got Tannehill for almost nothing. That was a great move. He's made some. There some are good worse decisions. GMs out there. I'll put it that way. Definitely. Yes. <laughs> there are worse GMs out there. Jerry TV Jones. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Owner operator. Owner operator. Owner operator. Dallas Cowboys. Give me a little salt on my McGriddle. <laughs> <laughs> I'll meet you down at the top of Pico. Don't be looking at my old emails. Set me up a meeting with the Raiders, girl. Tell you what. Can I get the Raiders on the schedule this year? All right. Get that goddamn I, want, I need that girl in my owner's too. box. Did you see this story about the soccer writer who <gasps> mysteriously died over Ooh. in Qatar? His name was Grant Wall, longtime soccer sports writer, died last Friday while covering the Argentina Netherlands quarterfinal at the 2022 World Cup. As the match was winding down, NPR correspondent Tom Goldman witnessed a commotion in the press tribune at the stadium. Reporters scattered and he collapsed. I saw a photo of them like working on him. It, he collapsed in the press box. Um, they gave him CPR, you know, to no avail. His wife and brother both confirmed it. And it says here he was 48. He appeared often on NPR discussing the intricacies of soccer and his love of the game. This guy was big in the soccer world, from what I can tell. Um, an NPR report reported earlier wall was prevented from entering one world cup stadium in Qatar in November because he was wearing a rainbow t-shirt. I remember seeing that tweet. He tweeted out a picture of himself wearing the shirt and saying, yeah, they're not letting me in blah, blah, blah. And like, it was known, you know, they don't play that over there and they weren't cool with all of that stuff. They won't, they weren't letting the teams wear it. Um, he was also, I guess, detained and they took his phone his brother said he'd received death threats while in Qatar because of the shirt and his continued reporting on FIFA and the Qatari government. Seems like, uh, you know, there's some bad dudes who run with some bad boys over there. They don't have the same rules we have over here. I, I don't feel like this was a coincidental heart attack for a 48-year-old soccer fan who probably runs. Looks like a guy who runs. That's he said he, had, he was like bronchitis ish. He said that he had bronchitis and was treated for that, or or like given ibuprofen and something else because he was like bronchial and had bronchitis symptoms. I didn't realize he was oh, going after the the Qatari government. That's kind of suspicious, isn't it? I hate to be the old guy on the porch here, but I'm gonna. Um, I mean, <laughs> no, you don't. You like it. This, this, uh, let me just remind everybody that not every place is stick your middle finger in the air, United States. I mean, yeah, it's you not. go to other people's places and they say they don't want stuff. Bad stuff happens. It doesn't make it okay, but that's the world we live in. Remember no. the guy who got caned? I mean, for what did he do? Spit on the sidewalk? You do stuff that people say don't do. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the world we live in now. Don't, don't. Don't go to places and do stuff. They say, I mean, and then you want to make a political statement and you wind up dead and everybody goes, oh, you think that was an accident? I, you think it was an accident? You stuck your middle finger in their face? I mean, I bet they didn't. Just don't. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that stuff. Don't take drugs to other places. Don't go over there. And then when it happens, don't act shocked that they did what they were. 
They are who we thought they were. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. They, yeah, really? they are. They are who we thought they were. Yeah. There's um, um, certainly a level of respect. You, you can't just go into somebody's house and say, here's my set of rules. I'm going right. to demand that you live by them. It, yeah. It's not even about right or wrong. It's just like you said, the reality we live in. You can't go into other people's countries and then hold them to a standard that the U.S. has. Um, because well, the U.S. tries to do the right thing and progress as a country. There's people who don't like it, people that do like it. But at the end of the day, we live in a country that you can do that. You can stick your middle finger up. You can have the rainbow yeah. flag and all that. That's supported. That's free speech. You also got to understand, nobody gives a shit outside of the U.S. what your Amen. opinion is. Yeah. Amen. Nobody yeah. gives Amen. a fuck. Hey, John, listen, you're right. It's about the house, right? John, if you run around your house naked, but then you come and say the night at my house, you're going to put some fucking clothes on. (laughs) You're going to get the fuck out of my house. You're you're 100% right. This is a a, a slice of what America has become now. Yeah. Where where everybody forgets, they forget that there's a home base. And and you can't roll into somebody's home base and you can't kick in my front door and say, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And you're just going to respect that because you get shot in the head. That's, I mean, that's, that's how people that bad things happen. There are deeply rooted belief systems that have been in place for thousands of years. And and, and I mean, and right is right. I mean, I just, it, 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 it baffles me when stuff, stuff like this happens and people go, I don't, I don't know how that could have taken place. Yeah, it's it crazy surprises that people me. Don't that- take it serious, and then it's like you're putting yourself like you're absolutely putting yourself in harm's way, and it <laughs> couldn't be more obvious. And I, it's dumbfounding to me that people just don't give a shit about themselves. Like, it's and people crazy. around the world don't. They, there's no humor in that. <laughs> it's not. I think it's just okay. not giving the proper weight to the situation, like not understanding yeah. the gravity of no, the situation. You- Right. You, are, you are the small fish in the big pond there. I mean, you know, that's it's there's so many analogies that we could throw out right here, but you just Coach, don't do it. Don't one, once you board the plane and you're in the air at some point, doesn't your brain have to say, okay, this isn't Twitter anymore. When I land, right. this yeah. isn't Twitter. This isn't Facebook. Yep. This is real life. And well, then maybe these people the don't understand that, the word. Maybe go, yeah, <laughs> maybe Google up some laws. Like, to them. <laughs> yeah, you're, uh, and, and yeah, fighting an uphill battle. Learn today. Gonna yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna learn today. today. It's sad. It's sad <laughs> because the culture shock to other people. It, it's it's just Americans kind of taking it for granted. To be honest, fucking living in bubble, living <laughs> in a bubble. Well, it, it seems. It, I mean, like I said, you get you get educated pretty fast on that kind of deal. Sometimes it goes way. Yes. Very short learning curve. That's what I was going to say. Very short (laughs) learning curve. Good way to put it. This seems like a great time to do obligatory hockey talk. Nice. Connor McDavid has six goals and five assists in his last four games, two goals and two assists versus Montreal last Saturday. He did the same thing against Arizona. Now he's the first guy to 50 points this season. Angela, does that make Connor McDavid the early MVP favorite? He's the fact that so he's the goatee, first. It's not even funny. Yeah, I would say so. You can almost. He's so what? Goaty. She just like goat like goatish goaty. Oh, she's making I fetch like happen. It. Making I like it. Bro. <laughs> we just coined a new Get term. Used Get used to it. I was yeah. sitting here going, "What? What just happened?" He's so there? That's I like he's it. Grody. Goaty. <laughs> 
<laughs> Goaty. I like it. He's I like that, Angela. Goatesque. Yep. Yep. Yeah, in the archives. Goat-like. Yeah. To be goat-like. To be goat-like. definitions. Go ahead and put Web- that on the big board. Sure? Yeah, tell Webster's to give us a call. We'll, we'll hook him up. Yep. Right. Adjective. We'll sell like that Like a goat. Right. Goat-esque. I'm using that. Goat-esque. I'm going to take it. Goat-esque. Yeah, no, he, he's, she is right. He is legit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is, For real. He's a star. Like, yeah. a, 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 like glowing star. He is. He, it's he one could, of those things he, where, like, he's a break. Like, he could he's be the goatee. guy. He's goatee. You can't. Yeah, he yeah. could. Wayne Gretzky goatee. He could be the next big thing. There's just like, like there's him. no other word for it. Goatee. Wayne Gretzky. So this is the LeBron James of the hockey coming in. He could be about to take I mean, over the great one. His his he's so new though. His career is really, I mean, in the baby stages. But he's so incredible, he's and so it's easy to say those kinds of things. But I bet he can't score game. on me. How long he is this? Can he score on me though? What do you got there? No way. He's going five hole. Yeah. <laughs> I have a, I have a you son. don't show up with a Hanson Brothers jersey. You ain't got oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Put the foil on, Coach. Put the foil exactly on. right. Well, I bet so Tage Thompson could though. Tage Thompson of the Buffalo Sabers scored five goals. And registered an assist in a 9-4 win over the Columbus Blue Jackets. He scored four of his goals in the first 16 minutes and 40 seconds wow. of the first period, becoming just the fourth player in NHL history to score four goals in the first period of the regular season. He joined Peter Bondra. I remember him. Grant Mulvey. I don't remember him. And Joe Malone. I don't remember that guy. February 23rd, 1921. Yeah, I don't remember. Joe Malone. Joe Malone. He's out there spinning around. And he (laughs) files it from the blue line. And he scores his fourth goal of the first period. I have some cologne from Joe Malone. Don't know what you're doing. When you say that, right? (laughs) (laughs) I want to see if we can get old clips that I can just do that with. Or if we'll get sued. Um, Angela, how are the how are, how are the cracking doing? Uh, um, terrible. We're still looked, on that. <laughs> still on the cracking. We have to pick a team. We were waiting for coach so we could all pick a team together. Sounds like he's leaning. There's crack. no I mean, I'm not I, picking I, another team. I'm going Don Knights. Don and I are Blackhawk fans. That's established. I, I like but, the yep. Knights. Okay. I'm going okay. Golden Knights. He's I knew Vegas you were going to say that. I, I I'm, called I'm that. A, I'll be the House Pittsburgh Penguins fan. Heather and I will represent the Steel Anybody City. Anybody going to take the stars? No, I'm going. Uh, oh, Chris is going in another direction. <laughs> I'm going to go Minnesota Wild. Yeah. Oh. Nice. I can still get over wild. there and go to games. Chris wild. is wild. It adds up. He's the like, I'm on. Team. Yeah. Carrie, are you into hockey at all? I'm, Carrie's um, muted. Yeah, the Red Wings. So I'm, I'm from Michigan originally. So, you know, I usually pick Michigan. Nice. Teams. Yeah. Red Wings. The Red Wings. Red Wings. Oh yeah. Are they good? Yeah. I may jump out the I may jump yeah. east. Red are they good? good. Oh, the watch. Yeah. Which jersey <laughs> looks cooler? The Red Wings. The Red, Red Wings. Wings. The Red Wings jersey Red Wings. is cooler. Red <laughs> Wings jersey game is strong. Yeah. Yeah. Red Wings are the best union sports. They do. Yeah. They absolutely are not Chicago, getting rid of their man. Native Americans. I'm never gonna root for I'm anything not. from Chicago ever. Did you hear what John just said? You will and you'll like it. <laughs> okay, Lightfoot. Blackhawk. <laughs> whoa, hey, Blackhawk. Whoa, 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 whoa. Keep 
Redacted. their native <laughs> Jersey. Unlike oh, this wild logo Indian is so good. No, is it still Bigfoot? It's like a it's it's, it's just a big mosquito, but in the shape of Minnesota. like a wolf head or something. <laughs> yeah. But isn't like oh, does God, it look like a penis? Just tell us. What about like isn't Min- but Minnesota's no, hockey Freud. right? Isn't Minnesota hockey coach? Yeah, yeah isn't that where Gordon Gecko is more like a mighty duck than a wolf? Gordon Gordon Gecko. Gordon from Gecko. the Mighty Ducks. Gordon Gecko is uh, Wall Street. <laughs> that's that's Wall Street, my man. Oh, Gordon Bombay. Gordon, Gordon Bombay. Bombay. Yeah. He got a DUI and they made him coach a bunch of kids. That's right. Yeah. 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 But, he, but he did have the tag that said not right? guilty, which was <laughs> impressive. Yeah, yeah. He, he, but he was from I Minnesota. I have seen one of those in Oklahoma City. And was it Herb Brooks from Minnesota? Come on. Minnesota. I mean, Minnesota's known for hockey, right? Am I yes. Just, yes. Yep. Yes. That's yeah. their thing. Very much. So. Nah. I used to be a nurse. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> He's so like nope. Oklahoma City Blazers. Nope. nope. <laughs> They're known for gophers. That's a Peoria Riverman. Right? Peoria Riverman. Oh, yeah. Peoria Riverman. Yeah. All right. That's enough They come hockey. in and We're play the canceled. Milwaukee Admirals. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get canceled. That's enough hockey. <laughs> All right. All right. No more hockey. How about this? Uh... Moana Loa exploded or erupted. There's a very high probability that lava from the Mauna Loa eruption will reach Daniel K. Ino. Not going to try that one. Highway (laughs) closing a key thoroughfare that connects Hilo to Kona. Hilo to Kona. Yeah, there's lava just. (laughs) (laughs) There's lava just flowing over Big Island, right? This is Kona Island. No, that's a. Is Kona no. the big one? No, no, no. no. Kona's the that's coffee kind of one. Other direction. Yeah. Yep. Hawaii Island officials have had very preliminary discussions about whether there's any probability to divert the lava flow, something that has been tried with limited success in other places. <laughs> uh, those conversations mama. were not fruitful. Yeah, it, this is Mother Earth. Fruitful. I want to hear the more idiot Earth. ideas they had to divert the lava flow. <laughs> Well, they're gonna throw ice cubes. Yeah, let's, let's just build a dig a huge pit. <laughs> you go in the pit. Well, I actually saw a news report on this, and the lady was out there talking about how this was the best case scenario because the consistency of the lava was the greatest lava, and it wasn't moving at a fast pace. It was very thick lava. Oh, this oh, is what man. you want. That's oh, what yeah. you. That's what you're after if you're in a volcanic <laughs> eruption. Yep. You just walk in the room. Here's the good news. Yeah, this is the best lava. We this is the best lava. If you want lava, <laughs> we got the best lava. The highway, the highway's gone. But yeah, but hey, it's good lava. This. But it could have been gone a lot faster. Yeah, yeah I'm not gonna lie. My pit idea quicker. is kind We'd of have had the bad lava. What if you just <laughs> dug a huge pit? Guys, speaking, guys, speaking I'm of, still, I'm not off this pit yet, guys. Have I'm going to die on this one. <laughs> At a news conference later in the day, uh, the governor said diverting the flow would be likely impossible. There's no physical way or technological way to change the course of where lava flows. Um, see, this is why we live in an age that sucks. Because right now, if this would have happened back in the 70s or 80s, we would have had Evil Knievel jumping it. <laughs> that would have yep. been awesome. Hell yeah. We'd have We'd found a way. It. Evil Knievel would have tried to jump it and it would have been great. Evil Knievel's an underrated cat, man. He is, let me just tell you, you get the red, white, He's blue number one oh, shirt, yeah. I'm ordering it. That's it. I'm ordering it. He's coming to the yeah. house with the Baker Mayfield. 
Right. <laughs> I don't want a Red Wings jersey now. I, I kind of want to be a Red, Red Wings, Wings fan. Come on. Hey, well, it's a listen, better jersey. Josh, I'm going I'm I'm to bring this back to sports because it's Detroit's hardcore. They are. Not only, not only does the, the volcano erupt every, you know, I don't know, 10 years, but the Cubs decided to pry open their wallet and pay somebody. What? And listen, <laughs> yeah, they did. play baseball in Chicago this year. It oh, good. Happen. Let's do baseball. Well, who'd they, they get? So talk to us a little bit about it. There's a heartbeat on the monitor. That's right. What, who is it? <laughs> we have a pulse. Is, who is but it? Is there any brain activity that we need to know? Cody Bellinger. Cody fucking <laughs> Bellinger. Yeah. Were you going to go get Yelich now? We might. We dadgum shoot we just might. Might. We just wow. Yeah, we just. just <laughs> we got just a catcher that's on the market right now. Well, well the Cardinals got ours. <laughs> let me just tell you. Uh, the word around this campfire is, is that we're going to, we're going to take daddy's inheritance and we're going to see what she'll do. We're going to take her out for a spin and we're going to spend some money in the free agency market this year. Can you give me a couple guys? They might be eyeballing Chris. I cannot, but I can tell you that my can son, your son, can you, he can was you get the all Oracle about in here? It. He was telling me, he actually told me too. And I have slept since then and forgot. I, I, <laughs> I, I have no idea. <laughs> But I will get back to you the next you PSR podcast. Huh? You think they might be flashy? I, I think that flashy they're going to spend some money. I yes, I do. It's like what guys that we'll all recognize. Yeah, yeah. That's wow, cool. wow. Come on, man. We're gonna have. Well, to- I'm from Milwaukee. How the fuck would I know? I've, I, I've never. Know. We've never gotten a guy in free agency where I was like, I've heard of that guy before. <laughs> we don't know you- what winning. Uh, you guys, much like Green are. Bay, don't believe in free agents. We might have to plan a we trip We believe in Wiggy. selling in free agency. <laughs> yep. <laughs> selling for draft picks. Yes. Yeah. Let me just yeah, tell you. Go get the next Hayward. Josh Hader. Which Jason we did. Hayward Our, is no longer. We have a closer that's coming up, Chris, that's going to fucking Hayward? rock knees. Really? Ooh, he is legit. Better than Hader? Come on. Give him a little bit, but he uh, he's good. <laughs> tell him to check but his does Twitter. he have long hair? He's young. No. Is he fat? Mm-mm. No, he looks like Hater. I love fat pictures. That's tall, I love a fat kid. closer. Rod oh, back. Too. Give me hey, a rod listen. back every time, dude. Hey, the, my, the, <laughs> we have a draft fat closer yet, but... with a handlebar. Yeah. Get out. Rod back, Eric no. Gagne. That's right. When oh, he was good. He just, he, he, those guys we are just Eric Gagne like farts and million. dip. Mark Wallers. Hey, are a rare breed. You get Listen, a handlebar may be the official cut of the bullpen. If you yep, can grow yeah. a handlebar and you're coming out of the bullpen, you're the guy. Is Cole, is Cole working on his handlebar? Oh my gosh, he's is it, so is it ridiculous. He looks, <laughs> he's ugly as a could, mud fin. Could a cat rip it off here like a banny rooster? And I'm like, <laughs> cut that shit off. Testosterone's uh, <laughs> all the way in, pop. Right. Oh my gosh, he's talking about <laughs> conditioners and shit. Oh god, I don't know. I can't deal with him. Oh man, he's fired up about the season, though. I tell you, man, he's he's bringing it, bringing it from the sidearm, and uh, wow, expecting big things. They're gonna have a good squad. Got a good coach. Gonna work out good. Cool. I'm glad. uh, I'm glad we did baseball because all I have left is cockfighting. Yeah, you do. (laughs) Here's a headline for you: Alabama, Alabama family that built cockfighting stadium imprisoned. Yes, seven members of an Alabama family have been handed federal prison (laughs) sentences for operating one of the largest cockfighting enterprises in the U.S. 
according to the DOJ, three generations of the Easterling family. Oh, the goddamn Easterlings are at it again. <laughs> that of sounds familiar. Urbana, Alabama, aged between 25 and 77, helped run a cockfighting <laughs> arena. The venue included stadium seating for 150 people and even a merchandise stand, prosecutors said. <laughs> My family could be the voice of reason, but this sounds like a victimless crime. <laughs> I was just gonna say, Eric, I, we got to check. Coach, were you involved in this? We can ask. Several time. I, I was. If not. you were invested in this, saying. I don't want to. I don't want to bust you out right now. I'm just this saying, is definitely something you'd be into. I'd be willing to bet that every one of you have a chicken place on the corner of every place that you guys live. I mean, did they ask to do that? No. So we're dropping them in no. Greece and deep frying them. Or are we fighting them for money? What's the difference? <laughs> I don't know. If you got an angle, you know, <laughs> if I know who's going to win, I know what am I supposed to do? Not profit off of that information? I'm going to tell you um, right now that that was going on before this country was founded. Yep. 100%. How old do you think? How old is cockfighting? Does that go on. all the I'll way back, right back to like Aztec on. warrior days? You're going to have to take that to Google, oh. but I can tell you right now, anything, any, any sort of fighting, it, 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 it's gone a long time. And that's, I mean, that's the genesis. It goes of back 6,000 years. Whoa. Yeah. There so is no doubt in my mind at the, at, that that's that further back than my, that's even further than Michael Vick. They they <laughs> these people are Peter's probably gonna listen to this and start digging some shit up on these guys. They better watch out. If you were cockfighting six thousand years, years ago, you're uh, fucking trouble. I gotta wrap this up. It's Yellowstone night. <laughs> oh god! All right, Mrs. I gotta C put on wants, my cowboy hat Mrs. and go to the C. couch. <laughs> All right. <laughs> rip, yes. rip out a couple All of push ups. Right. That's right. You know what time it is. You know what time it is. Get out of here. Got a Carhartt hoodie and a and a cowboy hat. I'm putting it on and headed to the couch. Outfit us for a spike camp tonight, babe. (laughs) All right. Have a good night, brother. (laughs) Holy shit! This family managed two breeding farms that produced thousands of fighting birds. Um, the final member to be sentenced was George billy easterling i have a lot of questions if your name is george and your nickname is billy uh he's 56 who on tuesday received 22 months in prison followed by one year supervised release um his brother brant brent roger easterling no there's no nickname for his brother was described by prosecutors as one of the most widely known fighting bird breeders in the country he could charge up to 1500 for his roosters because of their select fighting pedigrees Holy shit, dude. Wow. 1500 bucks for one of these Not birds? bad. And then it gets killed, like, right away? That would suck. And then you got the family patriarch, William Jim Easterling, because why Willie. would it be Bill? <laughs> Isn't the other one Billy? Yes. Yeah. George is Billy, and William is Jim. <laughs> he's, he's 77. He was the owner of the arena. Uh, he was sentenced to two years of home detention and a fine of 8000 for violating the Animal Welfare Act, um, the court determined that a prison sentence would be detrimental to his declining health. So I guess Jim Billy Will is in bad health, and it would be, I don't know, it would kill him to put him in prison. So what did wow, they do with federal beef roosters for, for chickens? Well, they fight him, right? They let him back home. He's probably they fighting him again. Sell him as chickens. He's at the house. Stands. <laughs> well, good luck trying to catch those. I mean, th- those are mean. <laughs> <laughs> i don't oh know gosh. if you know anything about these birds but 
They, they're, they're not going to go down without a fight. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All the other chicken they're farmers are like, I don't want those. Literally. <laughs> they're just going to decimate my chickens crop. lined up like like 300. This is where it ends. <laughs> <laughs> Roll tide. Uh, yeah. Roll tide. We prevail or we die right here, boys. Some of us have razor blades taped to our legs. Some of us don't. <laughs> I have heard that. <laughs> That's wild. Uh, rednecks. Oh, man. Easy. Jeez. Some of us. Well, Putin fell down the stairs and allegedly shit his pants. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> Putin fell down the stairs and hit his tailbone, and allegedly it caused him to shit. Sounds his like some Donald Trump would God say. Dang it. Is that on video? It's got to be on video. I'm not sure if it's on let's, video. We got to tap into some of these satellites. There's that's got to yep. be somewhere. I was looking He's into not, his health. He has see. purple hands. I don't know what that means. Really? I'm He's not a sick. doctor. Get a lot of blood on his hands. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good one. His Renaud's disease. At yep. the very least. Gosh. At the very least. Yeah. All right. We got to be at an hour. Yeah. Oh, yep. yeah. We're at an hour. Let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> Carrie, thank you for hanging out with us for the whole show. That was awesome. Um, tell the people where they can find you. Hey. This is- Other than here. <laughs> Other than here. On. So I, you're not going to be able to get rid of me now. Um, I love it. So thanks for letting me hang out. And I'm at um, republicbrief.com, nationalfile.com, and frontlineamerica.com for politics. And hopefully I want to write up a bunch of stories for y'all about all these things that you talk about. And it, I'll write about whatever, you, you know, you, if you don't stop me, I'll keep writing about everything you bring up on your show. Yeah. We love everything about that. That's awesome. Cool. I'm all about pumping out quality content. Everybody here is. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We truly do appreciate it. We encourage you to tell your friends, share the show on social media, maybe send us one of those five-star reviews. If you're awesome at doing something cool, then get in touch with us, and you can hop on board like Carrie. Head over to PatriotSportsNow.com, the greatest website of all time. We're always posting podcasts, blogs, all kinds of stuff over there. Coming soon, racing, fights, God knows what, all kinds of more cool shit. Um, Angela's new podcast celebrating sports fandom, the fan bus, go subscribe to that. You can find a way to subscribe to that right at PatriotSportsNow.com. Come hang out with us every Saturday and Sunday mornings at seven 30 on the live streams, but you already know that so much cool stuff, so much more on the way, so much room for activities till next time. Be good to each other. Chris kick the outro music. You've been listening to Patriot Sports Radio. If you're sick of all the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media, like we are, this show is for you. We hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. For more content and merch, hit up www.patriotsportsnow.com. Find us on Twitter at Patriots Pod, on Instagram and Facebook at Patriots Sports Now, and on Getter, Rumble, and YouTube at Patriots Sports. Take care, and we'll see you next time.